This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Bobro and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie here with Susan, of course. Of course. And we are going to play... And who else would be here? I know, exactly. Well, there's other <laughs> existences here, but we're not going to go into that on this podcast, although... It fits right in. Exactly. Because we're going to do the Kabbalion Randomizer right now. It's a special machine we've invented for this in particular with perfect <laughs> sound effects. Thanks to Are Julie. you ready for the randomizer? I'm ready. <laughs> ah, look what it's come upon. Page 30. Page 30. Want to read it? And what I see is this quote right in the middle that says, In its essence, the all is unknowable. Hmm. So, so what do you know? <laughs> so I, you know, I started reading a little back before that, because uh, it leads up to it. The, the reading before leads up to that quote. And... You know, it's interesting because it. I'm just going to read it's on page 28, which kind of sums up what I think is, you know, it leads up to it. The Hermeticists believe and teach that the all in itself is and must ever be unknowable. They regard all the theories, guesses, and speculations of the theologians and metaphysicians regarding the inner nature of the all as but the childish efforts of mortal minds to grasp the secret of the infinite. (laughs) Such efforts have always failed and will always fail from the very nature of the task. One pursuing such inquiries travels around and around in the labyrinth of thought until he is lost to all sane reasoning, action, or conduct and is utterly unfitted for the work of life. (laughs) He's like the squirrel that frantically runs around and around the circling treadmill wheel of his cage, traveling ever and yet reaching nowhere. At the end, a prisoner still and standing just where he started. The reason that I'm reading that is because, like we, you know, because when we talk about the tasks that you know, you have these questions that make you think beyond what you think you know. Mm-hmm. When I read what you read, and then I read what I read that was leading up to it, it made me question, what are we really trying to do here Right. with the Kabbalion? Because we can't define unknowable yet... If you work with energy, what are you doing? Are you mm-hmm. really grasping the unknowable? And, you know, and we, we, Julie and I have this saying that we, we push ourselves. Like when you go so far and you think, oh my God, you really get something, you kind of want to go off and run with it. And, you know, Julie will pull me back or I'll pull her back and we'll say, no, we're not getting off at this elevator. (laughs) Keep going. So instead of, like, you get some concept and you, like, go with it, it's like, get the concept, but we're going to go a little bit further. Don't, and we use it, we use, that's our own little thing for ourselves, don't get off the elevator. And we've seen lots of people, and I'm going to go in the psychic realm, that get off the elevator and Mm. then they're psychic. And that's it. Mm. And when I read this about the all, like, what are you really doing? Because if you're getting into the psychic mode and you're telling somebody what's going on ahead, you're actually affecting the Kabbalion for them if they believe you. Right. And you've always explained to me that what a reading is, is it's a, it's a, 
a vision of things as they stand today just continuing on. But you could change today and tomorrow will be changed. Mm -hmm. And so when I read this about, you know, you can't understand the unknowable. What is everyone doing that's in that psychic, in the religious, in that whole realm? Okay, so I'm with you on this. And what you just said was so amazing as it relates to what we just discussed in the Oprah podcast. Because how you just described vision, her hashtag Oprah Vision Tour 2020, how you just described vision, if you could say that again, however you described it, or I'll re-edit it to play it again, was amazing. Because we've talked about And this isn't where I even considered this was going. It's funny. We talked about how Trump has has kind of reconstructed the ideology of the presidency, whether we understand it or not. And this all relates to the Kabbalion as well. Yet Oprah changing the vision is something so astronomically different and incredible to start just with that tiny little hashtag mm. as a moment and connect it with however she connects it. She, she doesn't have to do anything. Hey, Susan, the secret's out. Oh, no. <laughs> well, they can't tell from my accent, but probably from yours. Yeah, we're from Boston. But the really funny thing is our stuff is all over. We have four podcast shows. You can find them on Spotify, and you can find them everywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And we have lots of books and ebooks on Amazon, and that's worldwide. So do you feel adventuresome? Sure. When do you guys think the right time to put up the Christmas tree is? Well, at least any day from tomorrow on. I held back and I didn't put it up yet. What about you, Julie? I would say yesterday! Get it up! Well, you know what? For anybody who says it's too early or too late to put up a tree, you know what has no bounds on time? It's Christmas trivia. You can do it anytime. It's a lot of fun and you can get people in the spirit so they're more apt to put their tree up a little bit earlier. Oh, I like that idea. I love it. And you can get a great trivia book by Julie Benetti on Amazon today. And the vision changes. Do any of us have to? Exactly. Isn't that a question? Isn't that a question? And the reason why when you were reading that paragraph, I was laughing. Yeah. It wasn't because of your Boston accent. Oh, it wasn't God. because you said you had to change your glasses. It wasn't because of any of that. Because when uh, often, I mean, the Kabbalion book is, is very interestingly written. And when you get to mm. a point of what you know and what you don't know bleeding in together, it's very humorous. You can't <laughs> but laugh because it's a beautiful way in that paragraph of how they discuss it. And, and it's funny because... Again, you know, I could go into the other podcast we did about aliens, and you could say instead of Hermeticist, you know, yeah, you oh. could say ancient yeah. alien astronauts believe and teach that. <laughs> What's the difference? And mm. when you start to laugh, you start to realize, you know, not just the humor, we're not making fun, but there's a different vibration there. There's a different vision that erupts. That's like amazing. I mean, to even go further, and you said we go further with stuff, to even go further, our podcast that we did in, in Oprah versus mm-hmm. Donald mm-hmm. podcast series, 
was about just scratching the surface once again. But as I've said, our scratching right. the surface is really going deep too. Right. But like you just explained how we, I say propel, but we don't get off at the elevator. We keep on going higher and higher and further and mm-hmm. further. That's amazing because to use that word vision and then to describe it how you described just gives a whole different feel to 2020, to a whole different feel to the experience. And so let's take that and apply it to life. I mean, to mm-hmm. each individual. I mean, we talk, we've said this in the past, we talk about Oprah and we talk about Trump because they're two very well-known characters and they're wonderful examples because everybody knows them and we go into a different aspect of them. But you can take that and ha- use that aspect for any one person, which, of course, who would you want to do it for the most but mm-hmm. for yourself? Exactly, exactly. And so when I look at this and then I, I start thinking about you know, really, what are we doing? And I, I don't want this to turn into a conversation of nothing matters because that's where it always seems to everybody says when you go so deep into you know yeah. into it, everyone always says, oh, you come out with nothing matters. Yet everything matters, huh. right? So that 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 once again is the Kabbalion. If everything, if nothing matters, then everything has to matter, including then all the butterfly effect. How many times did you blink your eyes? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to affect the air around you, and maybe that you know what I'm saying. I'm exactly. just saying something so minuscule, one would think, right, affects everything. Mm-hmm. And so if we go deeper with that, then really what are we talking about we're talking about the all and yet we're talking about nothing <laughs> and yet we're talking about everything <laughs> exactly yeah exactly so there's your triumvirate there there's your <laughs> i mean so, goddess there you go and so if if you go in with that and now let's go back and read this again in its essence the all is unknowable i mean one would question and you started laughing mm. I mean, and one would wonder, I mean, is the all unknowable because you'd have to know every little tiny detail of every little thing? The tree, the leaf, the bug, the cells of the bug, the cells of the trees, the cells of... If you could capture all of that to such an extent, would you know the all? I mean, we can't physically do it. It's an impossibility. But one would ask, is that what that would mean? Well, you know... (laughs) Because <laughs> it's unknowable. Because you can know every, if you knew every single <clears throat> tiny thing, there's no way of doing it. So therefore, the all is unknowable. Yet, the all can be knowable. <laughs> but to really know it, you'd have to know everything, which is impossible. So, and that would be the circle <laughs> that the squirrel, the exactly. squirrel running in the, right? You know, exactly. And it, and it, and it's wonderful how you've kind of <laughs> grounded the question of it because I don't ground it that much. I know. I let it fly high in the sky because I think, okay, you know, I want an answer. Do aliens exist? That's what the whole. I want an answer. We think they exist. We think they don't. We think this is not the question. Mm. It's unknowable. Well, if it's unknowable, what does that mean? That flies you even further into, so if there's something that's unknowable, can you go out into the world and have there be something that's unknowable? Hmm. So you're in uncertainty. Right. And if you're uncertainty, where are you? You're in uncertainty, and, and what do you have to really do? You really, 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 I mean, this goes all the way into, I'm going to say, 
Norman Vincent Peale because I'm not going to go into, you know, God and Bible and, and right. you know, whatever. He, you know, pulled out those 40 powerful sayings. You really have to go into a space of trust. And what are you trusting? You're mm. trusting nothing you and yet you're trusting unknown. everything. And you're trusting exactly what you don't know because you know that you don't <laughs> know it. And yet you do know it because you don't know it. All right, Julie, I think we're going to break open a beer now. I don't know if I can. And so, you know, I'm I'm laughing because that was a great paragraph to share because you can go further in the Kabbalion. Oh. You can always go further. Right. And it gives a little dissertation. But, you know, if you're not willing to play with it, you know, you're, you're just, you know, you want to make lines in the margins and you want to say, wait, and how does this relate? And then, you know, how can you relate that to you? It's such an ethereal concept. And yet it isn't. It's in everything. Mm. And it's in nothing. Mm-hmm. It's the all. So, <laughs> so you know, and in, in it's interesting because I've always said my vision of the Kabbalion is the minute everything is one, even in the mind, the, the universe is mental, and but once it hits polarity, it's like, boom, now, now there's creation. It's like everything is, I don't want to say static, it's all one moving. And then once polarity hits, the, the principle of polarity, then boom, we, we start having a physical manifestation. Because now we've got two, we've got the yin and the yang. We get the male and the female. We've got, and then how far out it's going to move. And I'm using the sway in motion is depends on rhythm and hmm. everything else. And so, if you go into the, and this is where I think this, you go into the all. If you know something, then you know all. But you'll never understand all unless you know the something. If you know the everything about the something, and so. When you have somebody that, again, and I'm going into the psychic realm, and I'm going to the religion, I'm going into, at that point, what are they actually talking about? They're not talking about the all, because we can't define the all. They're talking about, like, the mentalism, the mental of the individual one person, maybe. And what's that space? Because we talk about that. We talk about energy. Mm. And what are we talking about? We're, there, it's a I can't say a physical thing because people can argue, but it is a living thing, the energy. And that's where I go, and I sometimes talk myself into a circle because we're talking about it. We can, we can feel it. And, and I, because I do acupuncture, I haven't done it in a while, but I used to have people, I'd say, you can find a point, and they'd be like, no. I'm like, don't, t- don't say no. Follow me. And they would unequivocally find the point. It's a feel, it's a sense, and they would find it. And then when I said to them, do you feel it? They'd say yes. And the reason I say it is it is a real thing. It can be felt. It's whether uh, how, how aware you are to the level of intimacy, I'll say, you can access. But then I go into, people think they're accessing the all. But, they're, but is that the all? And that's why I think that, that paragraph was so important. Yet that aspect of what your last question was is completely ensconced in polarity. So you became the squirrel. Exactly. That's why I said I talked myself into... But when there's no question, when it's unknowable, if it's the all, if you trust in the unknowing. I mean, that may sound insane, but you're trusting in the unknowing. But that's all there is. I mean, you can watch any TV show or read any article or, you know, and they'll tell you a million ways the earth can come to an end, right? And they talk about biblical... 
you know, disasters in the past. I mean, we're always in unknown. We never know. Mm. Yet we somehow convince ourselves that we do. We think we're in control. We're in control of nothing. And, you know, you can absorb as much as, you know, I don't want to just streamline this all the way out to what's going on in politics and what's going on, you know, nonstop and what's preempted all day long to to cover whatever is going on. This one says that. That one says this. It proves this. Yeah. It proves that. It's never all of it. (laughs) It's never all of it. So you're making a judgment on something that's never all of it. And how can you know the all? You you can't know the all of it, and yet you do know the all of it because you know that you can't know the all of it. And so we make judgments based on what we think is the truth. And I always laugh now when I hear that because even when I think, you know, the truth is you just picked up a glass of water. The truth is you just drank a glass of water. But really, is that really the truth? Hmm. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're doing it. It, it, it. You know, there could be something else left in the glass that you didn't tell me and you're getting <laughs> some wine or something along the way. I mean, and so I, I just kind of laugh when we go into any... So I, I really have made my own a point for myself to not judge anything because I don't know the truth. Even though I think I may know the truth, I don't know the truth mm-hmm. because you can never know the truth. We, you know, you you hear somebody said something and then they go and they admit, yes, they did or no, they didn't. You don't know why they did it. You don't know what was going on behind it. And we make judgments and we have no idea the truth of anything. Mm. And so I I think that, you know, taking that, what you just said, what you opened up to, it's layers and layers and You know, you can read that and say, oh, okay, we don't know it. And and I always say this on the podcast now. People are probably going to start being like, oh, here she goes again. (laughs) But when I sit there and I say, you know, the all, in in essence, the all is unknowable, people say, duh, yeah, that's gone. We don't know. And I'm like, no, it goes so much deeper than that. This is really funny because this relates to that Pat thing that you say (laughs) in our Oprah versus Donald podcast. Like, we're talking about Oprah. We're talking about Donald Trump. But we don't know them. And we're not saying they're the all. And then you say, you know, people get frustrated at us because we say, yeah, 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 we know you don't know them. But it's important for us to say we don't know them. Yet, look how much we know. How much we, yeah. And how much we don't know in knowing them and not knowing them. I know I can go in the all, all. Over and over and over in this. It's a, that's why I find it extremely humorous, and there's an aspect to it. I mean, just the first line that you read is is just classic. That it, it must ever, the all, hermetics say, the all must, you know, in itself, is and must ever be unknowable. I mean, that's just so humorous. That's just so, so funny. Then, if that be true, then its opposite must be true. Mm-hmm. And that's where I go. And it's like, why would I say that? Because it has to be true. If one thing is true, it's opposite. That's what, what I've mm. learned through this. And if you're going to say it is unknowable, but it must be knowable at the same time. Because you can't have, it's unknowable. Okay, now we're going to go down. If I look at the, you know, the list of the seven, which I just opened to. Okay, mentalism, correspondence, vibration. And then polarity. Well, now when polarity kicks in, well, now we can know it because you're now that's when opposites kick in. Well, what does that mean? Wouldn't it make sense? I mean, why is it it doesn't exist and then all of a sudden it exists? It must exist. It may be undefinable, 
but does undefinable mean unknowable? Hey folks, Julie and I do a whole lot of talking, but you know, a lot of that comes from self-reflection and really looking at our lives and things that didn't make sense. And we sat down and figured out the questions that were important to us and some of the philosophy behind it. And we put it together in a journal. Check it out. And who doesn't love a good journal? Get your favorite pen and just get writing. Hey, Susan. Yes? Do you know what you get me for Christmas? Hmm, not sure yet. Well, don't be thinking you're going to give me any of the books we've written, because I have all of those. Yeah, but they're e-books. They're quick read, yet they keep making you go back, because you think you got it. And you got to go back and read it again, because there's something more each time. It's like a gift that keeps giving. I agree with you. They're in my pile to read again over (laughs) and over. But, you know, I'm kind of stuck on this Christmas trivia right now. This is Susan. I'm here with Julie and my daughter, Danielle. We stole her back from Canada. She's excited to be a part of these podcasts and commercials. It's been great hearing you guys, <laughs> wanting to be here with you, and now being able to be in the same room. And is that what you felt when you were listening to the podcast, that you were right oh, yeah. here with us? Every time you guys laughed, had jokes. And every time I stumbled. I felt like I was there watching. And I have to admit it, I've been taking a little bit of Danny's advice, because I know she said the most enjoyable podcasts are when I went for Susan's jugular. So so sometimes I'm like, this isn't fun <laughs> enough. Let me at her. And I'm still standing. Of course you are. Standing. All of the podcasts are getting even more energized. We're expanding our own minds and our own vision, and we're sharing it. So grab a hold because we're going nonstop right up to the top of the mountain. Woo! And again, I don't mean that there's a so, because I think of people, and I'm being very general here, people that are psychic that listen and, and they'll say, oh, so-and-so's dead and they're saying this to you. What are you, what are you doing? Are you, are you accessing the un, unknowable? No. What are you accessing? I'm not saying that it's not occurring, and I'm not saying they're fake. I believe they can do that, and you can hear, and I believe in that. But what are you really accessing is my question. Now go ahead, you have a quote. Is that that, well actually this is a little passage, I think I read it to you once, because it's much along the same lines, okay. and it's it's a, a derivative, it just shares um, Chuang Tzu and Hui Tzu strolling on a bridge over the Hao when the former observed, see how the minnows are darting about, that is the pleasure of fishes. So Hui Zhu says, you not being a fish yourself, how can you possibly know in what consists the pleasure of fishes? Cheng Zhu says, in you not being I, how can you know that I do not know? Hui Zhu says, if I not being you cannot know what you know, it follows that you not being a fish cannot know in what consists the pleasure of fishes. Cheng Zhu says, let us go back to your original question. You asked me how I knew in what consists the pleasure of fishes. Your very question shows that you knew I knew. I knew it from my own feelings on the bridge. And there's, you know, a bit of like irony that goes on back and Mm. forth with the words, yet that little passage shares so much of what the Kabbalion is saying about the unknowable. Mm. And yet in our questioning of it, we know it. Mm. So there's something that's, again, you got to go deeper. There's something more to that statement. I'm not saying I have it, and I'm not saying the stuff that I've just said is 
it's just when I think about it, where do I go? I, I, that space opens up to me that if it's unknowable, then it must be knowable. Mm. Because once it's defined, it oppos- its opposite must exist. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we've learned. So if you go back to it, so it, it, and again, I think maybe it's undefinable in the words that we here have. We don't have the vocabulary to start to go, in, and that doesn't mean that I can define it or I know it <laughs> you know and what yet, I'm saying oh, right. I'm trying to, again I struggle even with right. the words to describe what I'm trying to say right. and right and yet in in that passage you know it's kind of the vision of it and so it correlates back to you know the Oprah vision tour 2020 whatever the hashtag is again but yeah. there's vision in that and that was chosen specifically whether she knows it or not which is extremely fascinating and again you know well, I would I, as you were talking I would ask you if you had first read the Kabbalion and we were first talking in those beginning podcasts way back when, would you have this conversation about it? No, but those lines bothered me. And, those, yet, and I find you always get mad at me. I say I get to when I we read different books, I have to read them, and sometimes I have to almost like gulp. Just swallow it and move on because I don't. It, this some things like irk me, and I'm like, there's something here, but I don't know. But I don't know it. I'll yeah, be the first to say yes, I don't know it. Yet look at you know you said those lines bother me, but you have a smile on your face and you're well, kind of like I'm, laughing, I'm entertaining it's... this. And to me, you know, when when I surround myself in whatever this passage was that we randomized yep. to, you know, yeah. <laughs> which is interesting in this conversation, and look how it all yeah, fits into everything we've been yep. talking about and everything kind of going on in the world you know you look at it and okay so there's the unknowable and so like you said before you know I was kind of describing uncertainty you go out there and it's uncertainty and so what's the general factor once again the trust Mm -hmm. once again the trust the trust in what the trust in you know what is unknowing in it, and it takes me back into once again the the yin yang and the circle right but you know what the trust is it's what you just said. We open this page. We literally, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if, if you're listening to this, you think we planned this. We didn't. <laughs> we open to a page because you know why? We trust that mm-hmm. when we open to something, we're going to just start talking. I had no idea what I was going to say. I just mm-hmm. went and I said, let me look at this paragraph ahead of it. And I read it, and I didn't plan any of what I was going to say. Neither did you. That's why we're always like, should we go back? And we're like, no, we're not changing any of the podcasts. They stand as they are. Mm-hmm. And if the stupid parts or the stu- <laughs> parts where we're stumbling, it's because we're not really sure where it's going to go. But it does somehow all fit. And we trust that. And when you're talking about the Oprah and, and the vision, and does she know what she's saying? Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. But there's something in that, and mm-hmm. and if and that's where you s- step back and you trust that what you're doing, even if it doesn't make sense to you at the moment, or in the moment, or just after the moment, you you trust that what you're doing, you move with it. And if you don't trust it, you stumble, or you stop, or you put brakes on it, and you say, nope, I'm not doing this. Mm. Other times, you have to trust that what you're doing is where you're going. And this worked out exactly the way it was supposed to work out. Mm-hmm. And that's the trust that people talk about. You, you, there's got to be a trust in a higher 
I'm going to use the just higher power, you know, a God or universal well, energy, well also, whatever you want to well call it's also it. A, it's also a huge trust in yourself. It's a huge trust in yourself. And, and for lack of a better word, the space you create and the energy that you surround yourself with and who you are. It's a huge mm. trust in yourself. Because you said, oh, I'm going to go back a page before and read. I didn't even read. I, I was like, okay. I trust that you're okay. You, oh, I, I just, just, I just, said, I just came it, to this quote. You said, I'm going to go back an earlier page and I'm going to read this. And my and, laughter was spontaneous based right. on me listening to what you're reading. Going, this and is so funny. She laughs at me a lot and I'm always <laughs> calling no, her on stop it. stop it. <laughs> That's a, yeah, I'm the one with the better <laughs> jokes. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, but, but, see, in that passage, but... <laughs> Really, the focus of what I'm saying was, you know, the trust in the energy. You just kind of trusted in the energy of the quote and said, let me go back. And it's because you're working with the Kabbalion. Mm. You're working with it. You're flexing it in your life. You're trying to understand, you know, how it exists. It doesn't and, and you know, how you're using it or not. And how you're alchemizing it in your relationships, your interactions, and how you live your life. Right. That you were able to just trust going back and going, I want to look at this page and let's talk about this paragraph. And it relates completely to that quote. And and then, you know, as you're reading it, and as I'm listening to you describe the vision, I go right to, wow, we just talked about Oprah. That completely relates to what our conversation right. was. So the reason why I'm giving the review here is because, you know, go <laughs> back in time. Me. Yeah, there you go. Is that, you know, because it relates and because it relates in the energy, there's there's a trust in there. And you know, what if we all have trust and we just aren't aware of it? I think well we do. We all do. Or we all have access to that trust. And I think the Kabbalion is like you said, is the list and I don't know how else to describe it, the list of exercises to help you to do that better. And there's a lot of other books out there that give little pieces, and we talk about that. Mm -hmm. We pick a lot of these, again, I, we call them ancient texts. Some <laughs> of them are like from the 50s or the 30s, so or the early 20s or the turn of the century. So some of them aren't as ancient as like the Kabbalion. Well, even the Kabbalion the early, the turn of the century. But, you know, it's, it's really figuring out how to work with that trust, because we know it. That's innate in every one of us. And again, religion gets in there and kind of, oh, I was going to use a word, but it kind of screws around with mm. the way it is. And then it becomes not trust. It becomes like habitual. It just becomes something that becomes a habit. And therefore, you trust it. Mm. But are you really trusting it? Or are you just following a habit? Well, this just goes into the crux of it. And using it. I mean, we're talking about this here. You we you and I both use this throughout our you know, in our life. We talk about things. Mm -hmm. I can give you I can sit here and talk to you about certain things that have happened in the past few weeks that everything like I'm like, I need a sign, boom, and I'm gonna do this and then boom. Mm -hmm. And and it's working with the energy and it's just working with it more and more. Am I working with the all? I'm not ready to define it as yeah. that's what I'm working with. I'm working with something. Well, if, if you're working with yourself, you're here, you're present, and you're a part of the all. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> there you go. 
And so, you know, it's funny because for, for me, I mean, do you wake up in the morning and, you know, sometimes you think, wow, I'm going to put my foot on the floor, but I could end up in space. I mean, you take for granted that gravity is there. And so when I say the awareness of trust, I mean, mm. right, we're not on the moon, okay, but there we would think, okay, we're going to float, you know, but do you, to take that awareness of trust, I mean, look how ingrained the awareness of gravity is. I mean, sometimes I get creative and think, hmm, I hope gravity's working today, you know, that kind of thing. But we, we don't really need to think that. And so, you know, when I ask that kind of rhetorical question about, you know, are we aware of trust? That's an interesting space to be. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.